I'm doing this because I've grown into be to being such a comfortable, confident person. And yeah. it did not come easy. I've had really horrible experiences in the past that kept me from dating for years because I didn't trust anybody. Right. I wasn't intimate with anybody in any way, not even kissing somebody because I had a like two really bad experiences that scarred me. And then I finally did the work, grew confident that now I'm the one like in the driver's seat of those experiences. Yeah. And it's very empowering to feel that way. Welcome or welcome back to the Elevated Podcast hosted by Lisa Battaglia. You are joining a community of elevated empaths who embrace their duality, honor their empathic superpowers, and live consistently from their authentic soul. The Elevated Podcast tackles conversations around empathy, energy work, sexual energy, manifestation, and social and cultural insights. Thank you for tuning in to the Elevated Podcast and taking the time to nourish your roots and elevate your soul. Let's get into it. Hello, Elevation Nation. Welcome or welcome back. This is the Elevated Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. I'm so glad that you're here. Today, we have a very special episode for you. We have Niaz back on the podcast this week. Not only was Niaz the first guest on the Elevated Podcast, but she is the first guest to return for a second time. And if you haven't listened to the first episode with her, go listen to it. You can learn more about Niaz and her work as a holistic nutrition coach and her story all on there. But today we were inspired to jump on the podcast and share our cringiest dating stories and talk about dating after you do the deeper spiritual work, which is something that both of us are working through right now. And I really wanted to share these really cringy dating stories because they're just a testament to doing the work and then actually putting it in practice when you get back into the dating world, especially after being in a long-term relationship or whatever your case may be, I'm sure that you've kind of experienced the difference in dating once you start that spiritual journey. Before we get into the episode, I'm really excited to tell you that I have one one-on-one coaching spot open right now. And if you're feeling that call and that inspiration to dive deeper into your spiritual work, to take the path of your least resistance and elevate your expansion, reach out to me via DM or follow the link below to apply. I offer four-month and eight-month packages so that we can really dig deep to inspire that permanent change in your life for those quantum leaps that you've been wanting to make, but those fears, doubts, insecurities have been limiting you from taking those leaps. And we work to uncover all of that. So link is below in the description to learn more about coaching, or you can DM me on Instagram to learn more. Let's get right into the episode. The last time someone was sitting in that chair was Anthony, so... Okay. <laughs> I don't I have one too many comments about that. <laughs> I have questions as well. So I told my mom did I tell you this? That I told my mom that I interviewed no. him for my podcast. <laughs> no. She was like she was like, Really? Did he came over to your house? I was like, Yeah. She goes interesting. What'd you guys talk about? I was like, oh, just, you know, our relationship and, you know, a relationship sense. (laughs) I didn't mention the butt plugs part, of course. I figured that was not going to come up. Yeah. And then she was like, so did he stay after? Mom, that's quite an intimate question. I was like, 
yeah <laughs> we hung out for a bit <laughs> i was like yeah we just like talked and gossiped and things that friends do mom <laughs> Poor mom. I was like, I'm just going to tell her. Why listen, not? Does she listen to the podcast? No. <laughs> no. I was curious if she ever listened to like your solo episodes and maybe you just told her, don't listen to this one and mm. don't listen to that one. I think she knows that she doesn't want to listen to it. That makes sense. So listen, Elevation Nation, Niaz is back. You are not only the first guest to be on the podcast, but you're Am the first... I? person to return for a second time Ooh, <laughs> so many firsts you're special so if you haven't listened to the first episode with niaz go listen to it you can learn more about her what she does self-intimacy we talked about last mm-hmm. episode today we're going to talk about other things <laughs> we're going to talk about we decided we were going to talk about dating stories right and what dating is like after you do quote unquote the work the, work. the yes. spiritual work mm-hmm. but welcome back thank you i i love being on this podcast <laughs> it's like my second time but i'm thrilled to be back we're thrilled to have you back thank you yeah we i always we. say we when i talk about my business well it is a collective me and jasper right well <laughs> <laughs> I was talking more like the empath community. Yes, yes, of course. But Jasper is an empath, so yes. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's currently licking himself. Licking himself. <laughs> if anyone like was listening to the episode with Anthony, they probably heard Jasper like squeaking in the background. Oh, he was yeah. so activated by the sexual tension in this room. Right. There's sexual tension in this room for for, for different reasons. For different reasons. We're just both horny. <laughs> Lisa, don't remind me. (laughs) I was going to comment on Mm. how I love that we're just like sending each other thirst traps. All the time. And it's not helping either one of us. No, (laughs) We're just like, and not our thirst traps, like guys posting thirst traps on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And then we're just sending them to each other. Like the one I sent you last night of the bar in Germany. Yes. 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 Those were hot bartenders. <laughs> I think we're going to Germany next and year. And then the BTS guy. The B- that I was, was like, that one shocked me because I, I don't know anything about BTS. Me neither. I don't know how many of them there are. I don't know what any of them look like. That one, I had to watch that video like at least three times. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's the last look that he the does last where he's look. like, oh my God. I was like, am I aroused? <laughs> And the scenes from a marriage oh, scene last night. If no one has seen scenes from a marriage, please go watch it. The sex scenes were <laughs> chef's kiss. That's why we watch pretty much anything these days. As long as there's a sex scene, I'll watch it. It also, You know where it started? You know where this all started? I know. Go ahead. <laughs> say it. <laughs> Let's say it together. One, two, three. 365, 365 days. days. <laughs> <laughs> that was like... The start of, uh, first of all, porn on Netflix. Yes. The start of, I remember showing that to a lot of guys. <laughs> Look, I, maybe this is a good place to start. Because it's a great place kind of, to start. So essentially what we wanted to talk about was dating stories since you did the work. And for me, that's kind of once I got out of my relationship. Yeah. So when I got out of my relationship, I was like showing 365 days to these guys. It all started there. It all started there. 
Can't wait for part two. Can't wait for part two. And then Sex Life. Oh, which you've talked about with Nicole, right? On the podcast? Yeah. 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 Also going for a season two. Is it? Oh, that's right. It is. We know this. Yeah. This makes sense. People want to see more. But why? I don't know. I like the way they left it off. Me too. Because... I'm not craving knowing more. Like, I'm good. Now they're just going to, like, fuck with our heads for another season. I... And also, like... I think it started to get a little bizarre around the sex party scene. Very bizarre. Which this is this episode's going to come after the episode with Jen Kish, the oh, sex coach. Okay. And she talked about how she went to a sex party. Oh. When she was studying oh. sex coaching. Wow. And she talked about it on the podcast, and she was like, "You know, I just had really great conversations at that mm. sex party. <laughs> I was laughing. I was like, you're going to the sex party for the conversation. <laughs> Imagine how much content you get out of that, though. Yeah, maybe, me. Maybe you should go. This how is interesting. Get, how do you get an invitation to a sex party? I think you can just, well. Yeah, like you can't Google that. So how do you get an invitation? It's a really good question. Maybe you should ask Jen. Jen? You yeah. should ask Jen. Yeah. Maybe she- I should go to one in New York. <gasps> That's a great idea. <laughs> I fully support this. I'm like with my friends. I'm like, guys, I got to go for like a few hours. <laughs> They're like, where are you going? I was like, um, I'll be back. I'll be back. You just dodge the question. You just keep dodging the question. I'll be somewhere. Yeah. Where would they have sex parties in New York? Do you think? Like what area of town? Meatpacking district. Yeah. I don't know New York, but like that sounds right. <laughs> Like where all the warehouses are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I'm I miss just warehouse back parties. To my my days as a twenty year old, twenty one year old. I know New York. We can talk about dating in our early twenties and mean, how that's changed now drastically. I mean, drastically. I didn't date in my twenties. Okay. I'm trying to think of I no. I mean, like you know how like you talk to a guy, quote unquote, like you're talking to someone, mm-hmm. which is basically just like being flirty until it dies away. Yeah. <laughs> basically my 20s and then I had one serious relationship that was long distance for like basically 98% of the relationship was long distance we broke up two weeks after I moved back to LA and then ever since that relationship which I was 24 when we broke up I haven't been on a date until last summer wow I'm now almost I'm 31 and a week and a half so I think you said that I had met you right after you broke up with that. Yeah, right guy. after. Okay. Right after, yeah. I got the job at Kin, which you and I met at. I got that job in August or September. Him and I broke up in June. It was very, very, like... Okay. Yeah, very much right after. Because so, you did a lot of that spiritual work and learning about yourself in between that. So talk yes. to me about that. Yes. Okay. So I did all of that work spiritually, energetically... Up in your until health? In my health. Yes. In my, primarily in my health. But I didn't do the sexual energetic work until probably a year and a half, two years ago. Okay. Very recent. Yeah. I don't really know what sparked it. I think it was more or less just me realizing like maybe it was actually this is probably what it was. I've had multiple readings with multiple different clairvoyants. I'm Cindy, our mutual friend. She probably picked this up on like a, our very first reading where she had told me that I very much operate on my masculine side. Mm-hmm. I need to lean more towards my feminine side. Mm-hmm. And in thinking about like how I operate on my feminine side, I was like the one place where I'm very much out of touch is like 
my femininity, my sexuality, me in a sexual body. Like, I don't really know, like, what I like, what I don't like. Because prior to me really knowing what I like and actually being, like, intimate with myself, self-intimacy, the first time that I was ever, like, really intimate with someone, which was my ex... I had never done any self-intimacy work beforehand, so I didn't know whether... I didn't know what I liked, and I pretended all of it. Like, I was like, I pretended all of it. The whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then once I started doing the self-intimacy work and, like, actually figuring out what I do like as both a human and also a human in a sexual body, then when I did start dating as of last summer when I like first officially started like dating and doing the apps and the whole thing, I was able to like be really firm and stand my ground and say like, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Mm -hmm. And actually have like very authentic experiences for myself. What was the first, those first few dating experiences and you actually had to start putting that into practice. Yeah. What was that like? So I've never, I, up until I did download an app, I would say forever for years i will never go on a dating app i don't want to do the dating apps i want to meet someone organically and listen i still would love to meet someone organically like bump into somebody at the farmer's market that would be a dream (laughs) cobblestone cobblestone we can talk about that yeah um but i yeah i didn't want to do a dating app it was just never something that i was interested in and then last year maybe it was COVID maybe I was bored Mm -hmm. maybe I was just bored and horny I'm like you know what this is actually a really good time for me to start doing the dating apps because none of us are really like seeing people because of the pandemic so I can at least practice talking to a man yeah like I kind of forgot how to really like communicate and be flirty and like just be you know like cute banter I'm like I haven't done that in so long so I downloaded, I think I was Hinge the very first time. I downloaded Good old Hinge. Hinge. Good old Hinge. This is some free promo for Hinge. I know. And for which, Bumble, which we'll mention later. Which I don't want to give them. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. We like bleep it. Every I time. know. We bleep the name out. <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> but so I downloaded, yeah, I downloaded Hinge and maybe I downloaded Bumble like a few months after. And I s- matched with one guy initially and we started, we like, went on a couple of dates and he's now like a very very dear friend of mine we ended up just deciding that we weren't gonna see each other romantically but that we wanted to stay friends and yeah. he's to this day like still one of like a really really sweet dear friend of mine we love him we love him so that was that and then i had a couple other like one-off dates with other people during that time they were all lovely like all great experiences no regrets I think more importantly, what happened was that I, well, I'm you're looking, looking at, at you. me, but like, I haven't gotten to that part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, more importantly, I, what I was noticing in myself was I was very much, I didn't know like how I would be in a dating scene. I, I didn't know if I was going to be shy, if I was going to be nervous, if I was going to be confident, like, cause I'd done all this quote unquote work. I'm like, now mm-hmm. I got to put it into practice. Right. And putting it into practice was very humbling. And also, like, I was really fucking proud of myself. I was yeah. like, I love this. I'm going on dates. I'm being very affirmative. I'm, like, having a good conversation. If I'm not feeling it, I say it right off the bat that I'm not feeling it. Like, I'm just going in with the intention of, like, let's just keep practicing yeah. until or if something happens out of it. Really good experiences all around. 
And then, you know, this past summer, I went on Hot Girl Summer. Yeah. <laughs> I really Hot Girl Summer this past summer. You were. I was going. You were going and going. Do you remember going. the day that I had three dates in a, in that single day? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Stressed out. I was so stressed that day. Why did I do that? It, remind me you had a morning I date. I had a morning date. I had like a coffee date and then I had a lunch date who never showed up because the, the, e, the urgent the ER care story, <laughs> the urgent the care. care story. And then I had the third date, which I almost canceled because I was so annoyed about the lunch date who ended up not showing up mm-hmm. that I was like, fuck the third day. I don't even want to go on it. But then I was like, eh, whatever, I'll go. And he had texted me and he was like, I'm really excited to meet you. I was like, well, he might be a nice guy. I'll go. And we went on, we like went for ice cream and then we ended up like going to dinner right after. And then we kissed at the end of the date. And then we had made plans for a second date and I had to reschedule it because I had a friend show up from out of town and I wanted to see her. And then when we did reschedule it, he ghosted me and he never texted me back. <laughs> so I was like, so fucking why? Typical. Fucking typical. I don't want to say typical because but, we're going to. We're gonna find not that. Yeah, exactly. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was the third. That was the three date, three dates in a day. That's so crazy. Yeah, that you was were back in July, June or July. Oh, yeah. This- I was just talking to Max about how that May to July period <sighs> last was year a good was a really good time astrology wise. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it okay. was like when things were reopening. People oh, were like. Okay ready to get back at it yes i even dated someone in that time period even me (laughs) (laughs) and yeah that would make sense it was around that time period that was a good three two three months stint you were like treating it like a job you were like let's go i was having let's book a great time yeah you were having a great time and you were doing it like you had really you had a really good mentality going into it because you were just like i'm practicing yeah i'm and and i think what helped and i don't know how much you felt this what it would help me with yeah is the anxiety just getting less each it time did. because you're practicing exactly the dating in general exactly yeah and so i was so i was dating somebody for like three months before this all before my hot girl summer do you remember do you remember the army yes <laughs> The Armenian. The Armenian. This is how we we have to like give code names for all of them because we just lose track of them. Yeah, and that's it's great for the podcast. It's great too. for the podcast. <laughs> it's great. Everyone can also keep track of them. Yeah. But I was dating this one guy for like almost three months, and he was the only guy that I was dating. We were seeing each other. It was getting very like to the point where we're like, are we doing this? Like, yeah. Are we gonna actually like do this monogamous thing? Uh huh. And then he ended things out of the fucking blue. It was so crazy. It was so crazy. <laughs> out of the blue yeah that was insane yeah and then i just completely bounced back like less than five hours after i was like re-downloaded bumble i have four dates next week <laughs> right let's just go i have four dates next I was like, week let's go yeah i've also never been one to like look for something wish for pray for i'm like where is the one when am i gonna meet him? i've never been that girl ever yeah, yeah. So for me, the whole like dating thing is fun. I'm having it like it's fun. I meet cool people. I have good conversations. I'm treated to dinners. Like I'm not complaining. And every now and then I might like make out with someone. Great. 
what a great time. I get to dress up, look all cute. Uh-huh. It's fun. Yeah. The second that like it becomes not fun is when I pull back from it. So but let's to, get into that. Get into that. <laughs> like, it's not fun. <laughs> let's get into the not fun. <laughs> so we, I matched with this guy named Sean on Bumble. Oh, we're just calling out his name. Well, who knows if that's his name, Lisa? <laughs> Considering where the story this is ends. His code name, but like it might not be. It might not even be his name. It's it, Sean. Could have, it could be a catfish name for all I Sean, know. Sean, we miss you. We, um, don't, we actually don't miss at all. you <laughs> at all. Sean, please don't come back. I hope to never see his face again. <laughs> Fucking Sean. Fucking Sean. So I matched with this guy named Sean on Bumble. On my Bumble account, I had on there that I enjoy having dessert before dinner. Yeah. I love having like the sweet before my meal. I say this because he responded to that prompt and he was like, I want to take you out for dessert and di- dessert and then dinner. This is important. He said, this I want to take important. you out for dessert and then dinner. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, a guy who read my prompt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great. What do you have mine? He's like, how about tomorrow? And I was like, no, I can't do tomorrow. How about this day? And he was like, okay, sounds good. He's like, how about we meet here? He picks a spot that's very convenient for me. More convenient for me than probably him. Love that. So we decide to meet at Jenny's Ice Cream. So I like to get to my dates like about five, 10 minutes early because I want them to look for me. It's easier for the guy to look for the girl, especially when you haven't met them for the first time. Explain this to me. Because all guys look the same in person, especially if you have a type. It's hard to like, like, and also all guys dress the same. Like for a guy to be like, I'm wearing jeans and a top. I'd be like, every guy here is wearing jeans and a top. But for me to be like, I'm wearing a white skirt and like, you know, a t-shirt, bing, that's the one. Much easier to point out the girl than the guy. That's you're, so interesting. Looking <laughs> I'm looking at you like, what? <laughs> yes. How interesting. I like to get to my dates early because I'm anxious mm. or stressed. Mm. But also, I like to just be standing there too because... Yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I like I like for them to like look for me. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just putting all the eyes on me. <laughs> so that's the triple fire the you triple have fire in, your- in me. So I text him. I was like, I'm wearing this. I'm standing out in front. So he starts walking up to me, and I immediately, immediately, he hasn't even like, he's not even ten feet in front of me yet, and I'm like, this is not gonna go well. <laughs> Why? Call it intuition. Okay. Call it whatever you want to call it. My gut told me this is not going to go well. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to roll with it. He comes out to me, gives me a hug. Nice to meet you. How are you? Good. Blah, 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 blah. He's like, okay, ice cream. I'm like, yeah. He goes, aren't you nutritionist? You can't have this kind of food. It's not healthy. And I'm like, at this point, I could have easily gone home. Because I'm like, who says something like that? And so I look at him and I was like, Sean, how do you define healthy? Sean, Sean, <laughs> how do you define healthy, Sean? How do you Sean? define healthy? And he's like, we'll talk about this after we get our ice cream. And I'm like, oh, this guy is going to make me want to rip my hair out. So we go inside to order our ice cream. We go up to the counter. The guy standing behind the counter is asking us, like, what do we want? I'm looking out the new flavors. And Sean is like, how about we get a flight of like three flavors and we can share? Old me prior to doing the work and having the self-confidence would have been like, okay, yeah, that sounds fine. Even though I don't want to fucking share three flavors. I want my own cup with my own flavor in it. So I say, that sounds good, but I actually want to get my own flavor. And he's like, no, come on, we'll share. I was like, no, I'm good. I want to get my own flavor. 
So I'm looking at the flavors and he's asking me, he's like, which ones do you like? I'm like, these ones here, like pretty good. He goes down to the furthest end of the counter. The guy behind the counter follows him and asks him like, what can I get you guys? And Sean just orders the flight of two flavors that I picked, one flavor that he picked. And I'm standing there like, it's going to be like that. Sean. It's going to be like that. So at this point, I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know this date's not going to go well. You can either be miserable and annoyed and just be in a bad mood the entire time or (laughs) fuck with him. (laughs) So I choose the latter. (laughs) So I was like, all right, fine. I was like, you think you're going to eat this ice cream? I'm going to eat all three flavors. Don't you worry. Yeah. So he gets the ice cream. We go sit outside in the front. And the first thing he does upon sitting down is grabbing his phone. He's on his phone for the next 40 minutes that we're sitting there. Telling me about how he's about to close on this $50 million house and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I'm literally not even paying attention. I'm eating the ice cream that he's holding in the palm of his hand. I'm just eating it out of his hand. (laughs) Eating it all. Yep. And he's just sitting there talking, blah, 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 blah. And then eventually he looks down. He's like, oh, you ate all of it. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I'm like, yeah. Yep, I did. I ate it all. Yes, Sean, I, I ate, ate it, it all. all. The nutritionist <laughs> ate all the ice cream. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sean. So he eventually puts his phone away. And <laughs> first thing he says upon looking at me, so do your parents want you to be with a Persian man? And I'm like, oh, shit. I've gotten myself into a pickle. Here's and I'm like, my parents don't um, have any preference as to what kind of ethnicity, cultural background of the man that I'm with. As long as I'm happy and he treats me well, X, Y, Z. He goes on to say some very racial statements that I don't feel comfortable saying on this podcast. That's fine. <laughs> That's it so was fine. very uncomfortable. Ooh. Clearly, this guy is racist oh god clearly oh man so he says that and i call him out for it i was like that's quite racist of you to say and he's like no i'm like okay it he's is. not even like aware that he's it not is. even aware of the fact and i'm like okay yeah okay like, Sean. all right and then he goes well you know it's it's so much easier to be with a persian than it is like anybody else from a different culture i was like why do you say that and he's like, well, because like culturally you understand each other. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Culturally you understand each other. There's idioms that you understand. There's traditions that you can understand from one another. But I think there's something really beautiful about multicultural relationships and like learning about somebody else's background. Sure. He's like, yeah, but then like your kids, you won't know what the kids look like. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, I <sighs> cannot believe I'm hearing this again. I know this. <laughs> And I'm like, it blows my mind every single time how long you kept sitting there. It's so funny you say that because every time I tell the story, <laughs> that's the exact line that everyone gives me. It's like, why didn't you leave? And I'm like, honestly, I knew this was going to make for a really good, horrible date story <laughs> to, to take to Lisa's and podcast. Right. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm just going to entertain the fuck out of this. Yeah. Because I called him out at the very end of the night and it felt so good. And I don't think I would have been able to have that opportunity had I left a little bit earlier. So anyway, he goes on to say, he's like, yeah, we won't know what the kids look like. And I was like, well, Sean, 
It's called biology. <laughs> half of the mom, half of the dad. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. That's what the kid looks like. I don't know how much simpler to make that for you. So you don't know what the kid looks like, even if it even wasn't if it mixed. Was, yeah. You and he goes, know. he's like, for example, if I were to stuff you, we know what the kid will look like. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was... I was, the woman was too stunned to speak. (laughs) So one more time, say it one more time. He goes, if I were to stuff you, we know what the kid will look like. And I looked at him and I go, did you say stuff me? And he goes, he starts laughing. Yeah, you know, like stuff you. And I'm like, am I a -A Build-A-Bear? Am I a turkey? (laughs) Am I a turkey? And he goes, he's like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I, I do know what you mean. I know what you mean. But there are so many other ways of saying that that is not degrading or insulting. And so he brushes it off. And I'm just like. something. Oh, here's the thing about the stuffed comment. Yeah. yeah. Something tells me <laughs> that you wouldn't be stuffed. No. It would be like a little baby carrot snack. <laughs> Something just, that's just what it tells me. Yeah, probably so. All right. So eventually that passes. And then I'm like, you know, I was like, okay, so what's next? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, we had our ice cream. What's next? And he goes, are you hungry? I'm like, um, it is eight o'clock. I was like, yeah, you said dessert and then dinner. He's like, oh, well, I already ate. I was like, good for you. <laughs> we. I was like, good for you. I haven't ate yet. And he goes, oh, are you hungry? I'm like, yeah, I am hungry. <laughs> I love also, you had eaten all the ice cream. I had eaten all the ice cream. And he was like, I'm not hungry. And I'm like, but you, but you didn't have any ice cream. You had no ice cream. <laughs> what? So he's like, okay, there's some restaurants down that way. Let's like walk towards there and see what there is. And I was like, okay. I'm thinking to myself, he did say dessert and then dinner. I'm not going fucking crazy here. Okay. So we start walking towards these restaurants. As we're walking, he turns and looks me up and down my body. Like his eyes, his head is just moving up and down, looking behind me, looking in front of me. I stop. I stop walking. And I turn around to, turn towards him and I'm like, what? And he's like, nothing. And I'm like, no, no, no. You're looking at me up and down in a very degrading way i can feel your eyeballs He's burning even, like, onto my skin sly about not it, even not... sly about it yeah could not be more obvious and he's like nothing i'm just doing quality control <laughs> and i was like quality sean? control he's like i'm just seeing what i like and i was like and what do you like sean sean and he goes you have nice legs i was like yeah now watch them walk away from you <laughs> so I, I keep walking fucking sean my fucking God. sean i'm not it, making any of this, this up this date just like gets worse it gets worse and worse and worse <laughs> and worse so we go towards this restaurant there's two different restaurants he points to one of them he goes this place has really good pizzas and pastas oh wait a minute you can't have that you're allergic to gluten i was like it's fine they probably have gluten free if not i can find something else no fuck that it doesn't taste good let's go somewhere else and i'm like I'm the one eating the gluten-free pizza pasta. So why the fuck do you care if it doesn't taste? I thought you weren't eating, I thought Sean. You were also, exactly. You already ate. So leave me alone. He's like, let's go here instead. They have like good salads and stuff. I was like, I don't want a salad. I want dinner. I want food. Oh, 
salad? So I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll look at this goddamn menu. <laughs> so we go into the restaurant. We sit down. The waiter brings us the menu. We order sparkling. He orders sparkling water, which is fine. I wanted that anyway. And I'm like taking a sip of my water at the exact opportune moment that the waiter comes. Sean orders one salad for us to share. The waiter walks away. I eventually gulp my water down and I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I'm eating cucumbers for dinner because I couldn't eat a lot of the ingredients in the salad. I was, I couldn't have the croutons. I wasn't eating tomatoes at the time because I was having a reaction to it. Like, just like, so he didn't want you to eat pizza or pasta. Correct. But then he chose a salad that you couldn't eat. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> moving through this dinner... How do you sit there and have a conversation with this man? What are you talking about? I let him about? talk. I let him. He talked the whole time. I barely got a word in. <laughs> talked about himself the entire time. And I was just entertaining it. He eventually stops talking and looks <laughs> down at my cleavage and then looks behind me and then looks down at my feet. And I was like, what is it? And he goes. What now, Sean? He's like, I'm just checking again. And I was like, what do you need? What is it that you're looking at? What are you checking for? And he's like, I'm just looking at what I like. I was like, and what do you, and what do you like? And he's like, he he starts calling out every part of my body from the top of my head down to my toes. <laughs> oh my god! To my skin, everything. And he's very blunt. He's like, I like your boobs. I like your ass. I like your legs. I like your hands. Your fingers. And I'm just like, what? is going on and i'm saying it's not like, like sexy it's like not sexy it's like it's robotic and scientific i feel like i'm in like an anatomy class yeah like, it's, <laughs> it's not sexy <laughs> at all and so he eventually he goes like i like your hair and um he goes i like your hair but i i like long hair have you ever had long hair and oh I was my like, god and i'm like yeah i had long hair when i was like in seventh grade eighth grade a guy who like, yeah, likes I long like, hair how unique how unique he's like yeah i love long hair and i was like well i like short hair on me and I just look at him like, okay. Eventually, he pays for the fucking salad. <laughs> breaking his wallet here. <laughs> and then we leave. And I start walking towards my car. And he's like, where are you going? I was like, to my car. He's like, why? I'm like, because I'm going home. Where did he think you were going? He's like, let's walk around a little bit. I was like, I'm going home. Sean. So I walk towards my car. He's like, I'll walk you. I was like, oh, God, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Walks me to my car. And I was like, and I gave him the infamous line of how you end a day that you never want to see the person again. Okay. It was really nice to meet you. <laughs> so I say, nice to meet you. Thank you for tonight. Yes. Take care. Take care. Gives me a hug, grabs my ass. I push him away. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm just taking quality control to the next level. And I look at him and I go, Sean, if you ever put your hands on a woman like that again without consent... I will come for you. Don't ever fucking do that again. And he laughs. He thinks I'm kidding. I was like, I'm not fucking kidding. I get in my car. I go home. We all think it ends here. It does not end here. Sean, it's 2021. 2021. Pick it up, dude. <laughs> oh my God. I go home. I called you on my drive home. Do you remember? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I remember. <laughs> oh, I remember. <laughs> I call you. I tell you about this horrible date. The next day, I'm like, you know what? That was a really horrible date. I haven't had a horrible date before. Every date, I'm knock on wood, that I've had has been lovely. Even yeah. if it was one date, they've all been fine. I'm going to just send some good karma out. So I messaged Sean on Bumble. I was like, 
it was nice to meet you last night. Thanks again for coming out. I don't think this is going to work, so I'm going to unmatch us. He responds in less than a second, as if he had his phone in his hand the entire time. What do you mean? I thought we were good. <laughs> Sean. I'm like, what part? It's only getting worse, What Sean. part of that night was good? That was a good date for you? Fuck. Fuck, Poor Sean. guy. I was like, send some good car- Send some good things out this guy's way. <laughs> Everyone send it. some good juju for Sean. Send some good juju for I mean, Sean is clearly, he needs some work. <laughs> so I respond and I was like, I think we're on two different levels here. We're on two different wavelengths. Again, I'm going to unmatch us. I unmatch us. I think it's over. Mm. <laughs> we think it's over. No. No. Also, I I should mention, I never once gave him my number. Yeah. I Dating, unless it was after one date, I would not give them my number. Yeah. I would just say, like, we're meeting here. Message me on the app. And that's it. Yeah. I will give you my number after the first date if we're going on a second date. Thank God I did not give him my number. Yeah. So, but that's like a safety rule for all people listening to this. Don't give him your number until after Good the idea. first date. Just to be sure. Yeah. Because then they're, you know, whatever. Anyway, so a few days later, I'm on Bumble. I'm swirling through and I see Sean's profile again. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. When you unmatch with someone, you're not supposed to see their profile again. He made a whole new profile. Okay, so I remove it. I hide it or whatever it is that you can like take them off. I do that. I see it three more times in the next week and a half. Why is he continually making new profiles? Right. Yeah. One of the profiles that I see, he spells his name differently, which is why I don't know if his name is Sean. <laughs> right. And he changed his occupation to something completely different than what his initial profile said. Sean. So I reported that profile to Mumble. <laughs> And in the three, four months that followed that I was on the app, I never saw his face again. Listen, ladies, if you're looking for a Sean and it's the same Sean, um, keep reporting it. Keep reporting it. (laughs) Keep reporting it. Oh, my God. That was the only horrible date I have had. I mean, for the record. For the record. For the record. Um, it is a really good bad date see, story. It's a like, good story. You, you, it's a good story. That's why I stuck with it. That's you stuck but with see, it. what's important about this story is like how strong and confident and firm I was the entire time. Yeah. Looking back, I'm like, five years ago, I would have been like, you know, I would have been okay with it. Right. I would have been like, okay, I'll just roll with it. Okay, I'll go on a second date with him. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll eat the salad he ordered me. <laughs> now I'm just like, I want a fucking burger. Mm-hmm. and two things mm-hmm. the first thing mm-hmm. whenever a man says anything about what a woman orders on the first <sighs> date or eats or anything uh, in their profile bye what do you mean in their profile oh my god all the time i see the things like you don't order like we're a match if you don't order a salad on the first date i've never seen that That's oh i disgusting. see it all the time or like, I like a girl who can eat. Shut oh, I the hate that. fuck up. I literally hate that. Shut the fuck up. I'm always like, <laughs> bye. Bye. Don't comment on what a woman eats ever. Even if it's positive, you think it's positive. Correct. It's Correct. just so... Nauseating. Nauseating. Oh, I've never seen that on a profile. That would make me... I've seen it so many times. That it's would crazy. make me crawl out of my skin. What are your least favorite things to see on dating apps? What are immediate oh, buys for you? Oh, God. For my friend Katie fish i was just gonna say a fish photo Do you, or machu picchu photo oh 
Oh, that's a good one. Lisa. Yeah, they're always so proud to be at the matcha. Always so proud. I was like, I've been there too. You don't see it on my profile. (laughs) Oh my God. And I'm like, I get it. Guys don't take pictures of themselves. Fine. They don't, yeah. Fine. But you've got a different picture you can replace this with. Or just don't have that many. Like, yeah. I'd rather you have one great photo of you than five ridiculous photos of you. (laughs) The other one is like group photos. Group photos. Which one are you? Which one are you? When they're skiing or snowboarding and they're oh, covered in an eye. That, the, even the, during the pandemic, pictures with a mask on. I can't see your I face. I can't see your fucking face. I can't see your face. Or when they have pictures, every single picture looks like a different guy. Yes. But it's like somehow the same yes, guy. Yes. Oh, the best, the funny pictures too is like a picture of them with a kid. And then underneath <laughs> it, there's a prompt that says, that's my niece. That's my niece. I'm like okay fine but like why, why is your niece here why are you also, posting a picture of your niece on like publicly yeah, yeah don't do that i wouldn't post my don't niece on a that. dating app yeah don't do that oh. the other thing i was gonna say is you are exquisite at mm. <laughs> exquisite at um Telling someone when you aren't feeling it anymore. Yeah. And like being very clear and open about that mm-hmm. and and speaking your truth and saying it very kindly. Thank you. Do you find that difficult? Do, what is your mm-hmm. thought process when you decide to do that? Walk me through that. I don't find it difficult. I don't find it difficult because I want the same thing on my end if yes. I'm going to be told that someone doesn't want to see me anymore. I think people number I think there's a number of factors because I've been ghosted plenty of times. And I think what can happen is number one, they're afraid that they're gonna hurt you. Yeah. Number two, they they realize that time has gone since they've talked to you and they feel embarrassed to reach out again. Mm-hmm. Number three, they're weak and you know, they don't want to say anything. They're yeah. just like it feels it's easier to ignore them. Yeah. Just let it fizzle out, which is a shame. Yeah. Which comes with its own insecurities, and we could go in a tangent about that, you know, whatever. But I don't find it difficult to do because I know what I'm looking for. I know what I deserve. And if I'm not receiving it, I have no problem telling you, like, hey, I really appreciated our time together. You're XYZ, but I'm just not feeling it. And I'm sure you can understand. And I hope that you find what you're looking for. Yeah. Easy said and done. And if they come back to you, I've never had the times that I have reached out and like told somebody that I've never once gone other than Sean, but I've never once gone a response of like, no, what do you mean? Like, like this is like, how could you say something like I've never gone anything like that. It's always been like, thank you for messaging me and letting me know Mm -hmm. or thank you for like your honesty. Yeah. And then I hope that like that gives them good karma to then like the next experience that they have if they decide to not see that person, that they don't ghost them. Like, I feel like it's just like a domino effect. Oh, yeah, I love that. You know, like, I feel like the more somebody gets ghosted, then the more they're going to be likely to ghost somebody because it just feels easier and it's also like a fuck everyone mentality. Yeah. Versus if somebody's being treated well, even in, like, the, the case of them, like, you know, not seeing somebody ever again, but they have a good experience of, like, ending things with somebody, that the next experience that they have... They also treat that person with respect. I mean, dating is really vulnerable. It's really yeah. hard. Even for the guys, it's really hard. For like, It's hard for all of us. So I know that there's a sense of vulnerability there. So like, 
we're all fucking human let's just all be respectful of each other yeah it's not you're not hurting my feelings by telling me we don't on one date right we went on two dates it's like it's not a big deal just let me know so i'm not wasting we're not wasting anyone's time here and and there's so much like more time and energy and effort put into wondering what happened instead yes. of just being told what happened exactly or just that i'm not feeling this anymore and that's yeah. okay because i feel like i put more questioning like what went wrong yeah. what did i do wrong what did i say wrong well i can talk about that too because i was seeing someone a few months ago and you remember he had ghosted me for a while and i called him out on it yeah i wasn't i didn't like that he ghosted me <laughs> I, was about gonna, it. <laughs> I was like can we say mini journals that's we can say mini well <laughs> probably does he listen to this podcast oh i did send him our last episode <laughs> listen there's nothing wrong with it though because he would actually he'd be down for me to even talk about this yeah we, we, we're not saying his full name anyway so i don't even know his name <laughs> that's fair <laughs> his mini journal his mini journal yeah because he brought me a mini journal on our first date yes um so him and i were dating for like probably a month not even that long maybe a month but we talked every single day we were really hitting it off like really really hitting it off and then i went to new york for two weeks and then when when i was in new york there was one night where we had a very very deep intimate like conversation we were on the phone for like two hours it was it was like we talked on the phone till like 1 a.m new york time i was up very late but we were having such a beautiful conversation and ended really well and then after that night he ghosted me for like four days i didn't hear from him and i was like what the hell just happened and in this conversation i opened up to him about my past experiences with men and so i to your point started going down the rabbit hole of like did i say something i said too much i shouldn't be that open with somebody right i was too vulnerable i need to not tell these things to somebody like it was too early on i mean i'm storytelling up the ante like it was just unhealthy what i was doing yeah so later that like four four or five days later once i came home and settled back in i reached out to him i could have easily just been like okay he goes to me another one bites the dust moving on but i was like no it doesn't feel finished i don't like that so i text him and i was like hey i don't like it really sits it doesn't sit well with me the fact that you've ghosted me that you haven't talked to me in a few days when i told you on our first date when you asked me what are some red flags for you and guys i told you that i don't like when guys ghost if you ever at any point don't want to see me again just tell me don't ghost me he's like i would never do that i was like okay and then you did it and i'm like i don't like that you did that it doesn't feel good and he ended up texting back and he apologized and we got on the phone the next day and we were on the phone for like an hour and we just talked about it and he told me what had happened and why he did ghost and like disappeared and he's like because i just felt like you didn't deserve to hear from me mm -hmm. and i was like okay I can understand that. I just want you to be honest and tell me that. Yeah. And I'm like, I hope that you know that like if, you know, if and when you have experiences in the future where you do need to end it with somebody, pay them that respect and just tell them. Yeah. Don't don't ghost them. Don't let this be your lesson to not do that because it doesn't feel good. And he took that, you know, with like his whole heart. And to the, we're like friends now. We're totally friendly now. That's fine. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but that was one of those experiences where like I didn't like that he goes to me and I could have just been like, okay. Right. I was like, no, I'm going to call him out on this mm. and get my piece so that I'm not spiraling in storytelling. Right. Yeah. 
it it you there's so much more like tension and energy Mm -hmm. put into what happened instead of just like clarifying it anytime you communicate how you're actually feeling anytime anytime whether it's dating whether it's friendship friend whether it's with a family family member just communicate and say it and it if you feel so much better whether or not that person receives it the way that you intend Mm -hmm. it to Mm -hmm. you have gotten it off your chest and you are doing it in alignment because it was for you exactly what would you qualify as ghosting like do you think if you go on one date with someone and then they ghost is that ghosting yeah what about you're just talking to someone like texting someone for a while you don't you never go on the first date i think it's ghosting when there's no clear end to it no matter what no matter what even if the first date, even if the first date okay here's actually let me clarify let's say the first date goes and the first date ends with nice it was nice to meet you that is a clear end to me okay to me yeah personally i took that as a very clear end that like we're not talking again yeah but even so i still will make a clearer end to it of like Hey, like it was nice to meet you. I don't think this is gonna go anywhere. I just wanted to like wish you well, and I'm gonna unmatch it. Actually, I actually yes. did do that actually with somebody. Right. I went on a date with one guy. We went on one date. I wasn't feeling it. I ended the date with it was nice to meet you. He said you too. I went home. I was like I could have just unmatched him right then and there, but I was like I don't want to like be that person. I sent him a message. I was like hey, like I just want to tell you like again thank you for dinner. It was nice to meet you. I don't. I don't. I'm not feeling this. I'm sure it's you know mutual. I'm going to unmatch it. And he was like, hey, like, nice to hear from you. It was really nice to meet you. You seem awesome. Good luck finding what you're looking for. Unmatched. Yeah. Easy. Easy. It takes two seconds. And it's not, it. You, there's way less, way hard. less hard feelings. Exactly. When, that, when exactly. you have a conversation like that. Yeah. But to yeah. answer your question, if there's not a clear end to it, it's ghosting. <laughs> you're making a face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have a story for us? Yeah, I have a story. Okay, I have great. a story. I, uh... The guy who works at Instagram. Got it. Yeah. Instagram guy. Don't say Instagram. Yeah, Instagram guy. The IG guy. Yeah, IG guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he ghosted me, kind of. Yeah. But then he came back. He vaguely We've talked about you. this on the podcast. That was a ghosting after sexual relations. Yeah. And then ghosted but then was like i still have dirty thoughts about you yeah that guy here we go there's another guy on hinge that i went on a date with we went to the beach it was nice that That was was a good date it was a good date yeah he was seemed nice he we had a great conversation about communication and honesty (laughs) and expectations and being honest with someone if you're not feeling it Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and we have a great kiss at the end of this date Mm mm-hmm and then he texts me after and is like, I'd love to take you on a second date. And I was like, great. This is when I'm free. And then I just never heard from him again. <laughs> Which is so wild to me. Especially since he said, I, I want to take, take you, you on, on a second, second date. date. That happened to me once with the guy with the hot voice. The other guy with the hot voice. Because this guy had the hot voice too, right? The guy that took you to the Yes. Beach. So my guy with the hot voice. Yes. There was the hot same, voice one and hot, hot voice, voice two. two. Yeah. He did the same thing where right. I wasn't hearing from him. And I was like, hey, just wanted to check in. Are we still do, are we still going on a second date? He's like, yes, I would love to. Oh, yeah. And then ghost. Just nothing. Yeah. God, he was a good kisser. Man. 
Yeah, this guy was a good kisser Damn. too. Damn. Maybe it's the voice. Maybe it's the voice. Turns this guy was an lot. actor though and a comedian and he like just moved to LA to pursue that. And I was like, that's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, maybe it could, but mm, it's just tough. I can't. I am very disillusioned with Hollywood. So anyone who's like loves Hollywood, I can't. I'm not very connected to. We, there's right. I, yeah. Then I decided to date another actor this year. Why am I dating so many actors? Why are you dating so many Hollywood? Stars? It's literally the opposite of, of what you're looking what for. What I like and what I'm yeah. Looking for. You're having fun, Lisa. I guess. You're having fun. I don't think I was. Uh, when well, I look back, I don't know if it was fun. That wasn't really fun. You're right. The first date was fun. Yes. But that's because I was ovulating, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but not, I'm going to clarify with everybody, not that it was sexual by any when means. When you're ovulating, you are feeling sexy. I'm just feeling sexy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm afraid to tell that story. Should I tell it? It's up to you. I know you're, <laughs> I know it's fresh because it just <laughs> happened. And I know how you, you're looking at me. And you're turning white. <laughs> I'm turning white. Oh, no. we're, I love that we're calling out so many people today. I know. Me too. I hope that they never listen to this. and Or if they do, learn something. Okay. So I meet this. I, I find this guy on Hinge. He's sexy, tall, big hands. This is all important. This is all important. And what else? He's an actor. Mm-hmm. And it was very flirty, very bantery. And I showed him to everyone on Friendsgiving. And Maddie was like, <laughs> Maddie was like, oh, my God, Lisa, he's, he's smoking a cigarette in this picture. What are you doing? <laughs> she, and then my other friend's like, fuck him once and only once. That's what everyone said at Friendsgiving. <laughs> fuck him once and only once. Oh and i was like huh interesting maybe maybe it's more of like a sexy thing than a dating thing yeah let's so let's let's explore it because he was kind of like a bad boy mm-hmm. we got that sense which to be honest you i think you needed that experience you needed to just have that for a minute sure yeah did. <laughs> Your he wasn't quite was as great. he wasn't quite as bad as i thought he was gonna be yeah, well your first date was good first date was great so, yeah, so I like to give you context of like the banter in the beginning. He uh, he was telling me about his name's very unique. He was telling me like his nicknames and I was like, "Well, what do you want me to call you?" And he told me like his actual name and I was like, "That was a really good opportunity for you to rebrand yourself." He was like, "No, I I like who I am." I was like, "Great, but like I <laughs> he was like, "Are you flirting with me?" And I was like, "Well, if I was flirting with you, I would have said something like, "What do you want me to call you besides daddy?" And he was like, <laughs> he was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, but that was only if I was flirting right, with you. Right. And that was like the some kind of, of the, yeah. Cute. So we go on this first date and it's like, he's, he's a little quirky and awkward in the beginning. I remember saying that mm-hmm, to you. I went mm-hmm. to the bathroom and sent you a voice. And yeah. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> this is what we do when we're on dates. We're like sending each other voice notes in the bathroom yeah. or when they're in the bathroom. Also, we're really good about like not planning our dates to be on the same night. Yeah. I think there's only been one case where we both had the date at the same exact time. Well, you and I are pretty good about not yes. planning dates at the same. So that somebody is home on, on standby. Call. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if needed. Yeah. 
We tell each other where we are. Mm-hmm. Drop on our location. Very important, everyone. Yes, be yes. Safe. Be safe. So Date safely. So yeah, I go into this date. It's a little quirky and awkward at first, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. So I come back from the. I sent you the voice note. I come back from the bathroom, and I ask him about his tattoos. And then when he's showing me one, he's like putting his arm out on the table, and he touches my arm from across the table, and I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. So then we started playing darts. It's getting a little sexy. He was like, if I win, I get to kiss you. If you win, um, I'll buy you another drink. I was like, this really presumptuous to think that you're going to even want to kiss me. And he was like, (laughs) he's just like, yeah, you're so right. You're so right. (laughs) And we're playing darts. And then he kisses me before he even wins. And I was like, oh, that was nice. Uh So then, you know, when you kiss, like, the the door kind of opens to that, like, connection. And so the entire next hour, hour and a half, we're just sitting. We play darts and we're sitting in the corner of the bar. We're just, like, touching each other. He's, like, touching my face. He's, like, stroking my leg. He's like, these are really nice jeans. Like, really nice jeans. (laughs) And it's so sexy. Like, it, I was like, wow. And I realized I'm ovulating. So I'm like aroused oh like my biology is firing up and it's so sexy and it's like everything you want from a first date and he was like i want to come home with you and i was like no (laughs) (laughs) i literally said it like that and he was like that's funny the way you're saying it i was like no No. first of all i don't have sex with a guy on the first date anymore right (laughs) anymore (laughs) he doesn't know that he doesn't need to know that but I don't do that yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, especially because I don't know you. You're right. from an app. You could be a murderer. Totally. And he kept being like, I want to come home with you. You know, I was like, no. And then he walks <laughs> me to my car and he was like, I really just want to like eat you out in your car. I was like, no. <laughs> no. Like, this sounds nice, but no. No. It was really sexy, though. And he like pushed me up against my car. We were like making out. It was so hot and heavy. And he was like. Oh, man, it was hot. I mean, I'm getting aroused listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> and I kept, it was a little hard to say no, everyone. It was a little hard to say no, but I did. Because we're breaking patterns. Good. We're breaking patterns. And so I was like, no, this can't happen. I also live far. What are you going to do? Come home with me? Right. Foreshadowing. Anyways, <laughs> so we say goodnight. And it was like such a great first date, right? So few days go by he asked me out on a second date and i pick a spot that (laughs) i'm a masochist (laughs) i pick a spot for the second date which was the place that my ex-boyfriend and i went on our first date it's where i used to live where my ex-boyfriend still lives i was like let's go here Mainly because it was kind of in the middle and I knew where I was going. Yeah. I knew my way around. Good spot. Great spot. So we go on the second date. We're playing pool. It's a little competitive. It's like flirty. It's not quite as flirty as the first date, Mm -hmm. but that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm winning because I'm good at pool. Yeah. And I feel I'm getting like a little weird about it. I was like, okay. Mm. And whatever. And so he was like, yeah, if I win, I get to meet your dog. Which is obviously, he doesn't give a fuck about my dog. coming home with you. Yes. 
And if you win, uh, you get dinner. And I was like, okay, great. On the next day. Yes. Right. And we both won. So we're like, we'll do both. He was like, I want to meet your dog. It doesn't have to be tonight, but whenever you want. And in my head, I'm replaying my friends saying, fuck him once and only once. (laughs) And I'm like, they're right. Like, I don't want to date this guy. Like, sure, we had decent conversation, but there wasn't a lot of commonality there to date him. And so I kind of like knew what I was getting myself into here. Mm -hmm. It was more sexual relationship Mm -hmm. and connection. So he's like, I don't have to meet your dog tonight. I was like, but it could be tonight. He's like, really? I was like, yeah. So (laughs) I'm starting to like relive it and get a little um, weird. So I drive him back to my house. Because he Ubered to the place you guys met initially? Yes. Okay. And I don't live close. No, you don't. It's like a 30, 30 minute drive. Yeah. But it's far. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the whole drive back, he's not saying a word. That's so uncomfortable. It was so weird. And I was like trying to make jokes and like be funny. Yeah. I was like, are you regretting your decision now? And he was like, nope. And I was like, okay. But he's not saying anything. And it was weird. Very weird. He comes in. And Jasper starts barking just incessantly. And it's not like his usual, like, oh, my God, someone's here. I'm so excited. Bark. It was intruder alert, intruder alert. This is not safe. And I've never seen him do that. And ne- and he didn't stop. Like, nothing could console him in this moment. He was petrified of something. <laughs> Saw something Jasper in his energy. Knew. Jasper knew. I- I'm, like, anticipating. Guys, it's not going to be that bad. I promise. <laughs> if you're starting to be like, oh my God, something bad's going to happen. It's not. It's, it's not. not that bad. It could have been much worse. And if I'm inviting a stranger into my house on a second date, I'm not going to do that anymore for the yeah, record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're <laughs> done. I think I'm that. done doing that. Um, so yeah, we I give him the ha- tour of the house. He comes to my room. We start fooling around. <laughs> so we start fooling around. Things are kind of progressing slowly. I'm like, okay, well, maybe we're not, like, having sex. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. We're just having fun. Whatever. Yeah. All of my clothes are off. And all of his clothes are off except for his shirt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't believe I'm telling this story. So I start to, like take his shirt off because i was like what's ha- like why is it yeah it's happening get off yeah. i was like okay i'm gonna like take his shirt off i'm gonna take some initiative and take his shirt off i start to pull it off he goes he like jolts himself away he goes sorry the shirt stays on i was like oh okay <laughs> okay listen everybody listen up I tried to be open-minded. You tried. I tried to be open-minded. I was like, you know what? Maybe I can get through this one. (laughs) I'm not saying that, like, leaving your clothes on is a bad thing. I'm not trying to offend anyone that wants to keep their clothes on during sex. But all my clothes He was just being very... It was weird. Rough, like, rough around the edges about it. It was weird. Yeah. And it felt like, oh, okay. (laughs) And this is, this is a... This is a couple comments on doing the work, like after doing the work, because I try to be open minded about something like that. Maybe you're not comfortable with that. Okay, but like, 
um, maybe it's something that we talk about. I don't know. But if it's not something you're comfortable with, maybe we don't talk about it. But there was no coming back from that moment. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know him. Right. So then I'm starting to think, like, what's underneath the shirt? What does he want? Not what he's going to What's he hiding underneath the shirt? What if it's a bomb? What if it's a recorder? What is he? <laughs> totally. So many things are totally. going on in my head. I can't be intimate with this person anymore. No, completely. The spark is gone. The spark is gone. Gone. <laughs> and then I just have this, like, image of him just with his shirt on. And me just naked. It was so weird. It was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm just trying to like continue on because I was like, maybe I can like get through this. Maybe I can get through this. Maybe I should try to enjoy it. Maybe I'll be fine. Right. Maybe this will be fun. But that was my old thinking. Those were my mm -hmm, old thinking mm -hmm. patterns of like, maybe I should get through this sexual situation and just please this other person so I can get through it, be done, right. and avoid a mm -hmm. conversation mm -hmm. or awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Lisa, what the actual fuck? This is old. This is old patterning. We right. don't do that anymore. The only reason we have sex with someone is because we fucking want to. Exactly. So I, it starts to get weird and then he kind of gets weird and everything's just weird. And I was like, let's, I was kind of like, let's take a break. And then I was like, yeah, like, how are you? Are you good? Like, I opened the door to communication multiple times. I was like, is everything okay? What are we feeling? Let's talk about it. And he was just like, didn't say anything. I was like, okay. So clearly we're not going to have a conversation around this. I opened this door a few times. I was like, we're not going to get any communication here. So I was like, okay, I, you know what? I just, I want to go to bed. I'm not feeling it anymore. Kind of lost it. Um, yeah. He was like, do you want me to stay or go? I was like, I want to go to sleep alone. Yeah. And he was like, okay. And he like furiously puts his clothes on, calls a lift and leaves. Doesn't say anything to me. Thank God the guy left. Thank God he left. And without fight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so icky and uncomfortable. I was just like, Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, it was so cringy. And <laughs> we think it's over there. Oh, no, it's not over. So 30 minutes later, he texts me like, I feel humiliated about what happened. And I, if you knew that you didn't want me to stay over, I would have liked to, know, to have known that before I came out here with you. I won't be doing this with you again. Okay. Okay. Okay, sir. That's one way to end it. Sure. So I was like totally understand where you're coming from i apologize for making you feel that way i didn't and i didn't say this but like i didn't anticipate i wasn't gonna want you there yeah but i was like i totally respect where you're coming from mm -hmm. wish you the best good and clear ending clear ending Niaz. clear ending Wishing you the best means I don't ending. want to fucking see your face ever I never again. never want to hear from you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> and then a few days later, hey, how's it going? Why? 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 Hey, how's it going? <laughs> what do you mean? What does that even mean? I don't know. After being like, I won't be doing Was this. Was it during Thanksgiving? 
<laughs> Niaz and I have a, a theory that everyone's horny during Thanksgiving. Because they're home and horny. They're home and horny. Listen, I was horny during Thanksgiving. Everyone's horny during Thanksgiving and like no other holiday. Let's see what happens on Christmas. Let's just keep a tally That's, of all yes. this. Yes. Great. Which which holiday makes people the horniest? We like write an article about it. We get a Nobel Peace Prize. I mean, okay. That's a good idea. <laughs> so yeah, this man says, hey, how's it going? Well, why? Why? You didn't respond, right? No, I did not yeah. respond. So do you think that's ghosting? No. Because there was a clear the ending. Means I don't want to talk to you it again. It was a clear ending. Why resurface that? If you were so humiliated. Exactly. Why do you want to? He also clearly ended it. He was like, I'm, I don't, I don't want to do, do this, this with you again. again. That's a clear ending. Nice to see you. Good luck. Don't want to. That's a clear ending. He also didn't unfollow me on Instagram. That I had to remove, remove him as him. a follower. Yuck. I don't like that. I don't let them follow this me. This is on icky. This is icky. And you, I left the door open for communication so many times. So this gets to my point of like, after you do the work and then you put it into practice and that other person doesn't respond well or doesn't, isn't capable of showing up to that, mm-hmm. that can be, it can be an opportunity for you to realize that like, okay, some people aren't going to take this well. And I have to know that I did what I needed to do in alignment with what I needed exactly. in that moment. Exactly. We wish him well. We wish we him wish well. We wish all of them well. We wish all of them well. I hope that they all find their wish path. It, that's why we say wishing you the best. Exactly. I really wishing mean it. We mean it. I really do hope but people I, find their person. I don't want to be a part of but it. But I don't want to <laughs> be that person. After doing the work and mm-hmm. putting in these like things into practice of like, especially around sex because yeah. I think that's the biggest part for yeah. me that I'm still working through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working through dating anxiety in general mm-hmm. that first date mm-hmm. um, because it's a little intense. Totally. Those jitters, those like, yeah. yeah. Working through that for sure. And I think with what you were doing, it's practice exactly. and just realizing that like this person isn't going to it. like, yeah. yeah. It's like fine. It's just a first date. Fine. Exactly. So that's what it's for. You're exploring. You're exploring. Yeah. And learning more about what you like and don't like. That's a lot of that happening. When you I learned that I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of that. I learned that I need consistent communication. Yeah. And notice that like I'm doing this because I've grown into be to being such a comfortable, confident person. And yeah. it did not come easy. I've had really horrible experiences in the past that kept me from dating for years because I didn't trust anybody. Right. I wasn't intimate with anybody in any way, not even kissing somebody because I had a like two really bad experiences that scarred me. And then I finally did the work, grew confident that now I'm the one like in the driver's seat of those experiences. Yeah. And it's very empowering to feel that way. All these like negative hinge dates I've had, there's always this inclination where I want to be like, I want to not date again. Yeah. Because this is uncomfortable. This totally violated something that totally. a boundary that I had. This was, ugh, I hated but, this. But like you can see it that way or you can see it like, okay, now I know that that is a very clear boundary for me. Yes. Like it's one thing to say it, but then it's one thing to say it and then have somebody either respected or disrespected. And then you being like, okay, I could do without that. Or like, nope, I need that. That needs to be there. Yeah. It just kind of affirms it. Right. So it's like even the bad date that I had with Sean, Mm -hmm. I now know exactly what I don't want in somebody. Right. 
and getting back into the dating scene and realizing that I don't want to have sex just for like the story or to just like, you know, have this animalistic Mm -hmm. night. Like Mm -hmm. that's not what I want anymore. Mm -hmm. I want the connection, the intimacy now. And when I'm going on these dates now, I'm like, something's like not quite clicking yeah, in my yeah. brain i'm kind of still like oh like second date or third date like yeah you would sleep with someone and then i do this i'm like i was not ready for that right right i was not ready there was no intimacy built there was no trust or safety built i didn't feel safe with yeah. any of these people and it was just wasn't quite there yet and so in therapy we were like okay my relationship to sex has changed yeah and that's okay more than okay and that's going to happen. Exactly. It's going to happen as you get older. Absolutely. It might change back and that's fine too. Totally. Right now, it's in a situation where I want to feel a trusting connection with someone first. Yeah. And so I found myself, when I was talking to my therapist about it, I was kind of like, I had this hilarious thought that I'm like, well, what else would I do on a date? <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> but that's interesting. I was like, what else am I going to do on the second or third date? Right. And also, because I'm such a sexual person, I talk about sex on the podcast and in my work and all the time, I'm so much more inclined to talk about it so much earlier. Right. And for men, they think... Oh, that's an imitation. Right. Yeah. Which it isn't. Right. Right. And so there's a conversation of like, do I wait Mm -hmm. to talk about that Mm -hmm. stuff? Mm -hmm. But then it's such a big part of my life. I don't think you wait to talk about it. To your point, it is such a big part of your life. Yeah. And it's something you're very passionate about. And you can talk about something that you're passionate about and not practice it right, right off the bat. Right. You don't have to practice it right off the bat. I've definitely talked about like sex, intimacy on a first date on a second day because it's very naturally going to come up anyway. We're humans. We have intimate moments and intimacy. Like we've talked, we, I say this as if I'm also the owner of this podcast, but like you've <laughs> talked about on this podcast with like Nicole, but like you and I also had that conversation yes. the first time. But, like, intimacy doesn't mean just penetrative sex. Yeah. So, like, when we talk about it in that way with another person, it opens the door of, like, oh, yeah, let's look at it from a different lens. Like, that's a beautiful way of looking at it as well, too. Yeah. But it's not an invitation of, like, just because I said the word intimacy doesn't mean you can penetrate penetrate me. me. Now, yeah. That's not an invitation. I'm just telling you, like, this is how I see it. And I really desire emotional, deep connection or energetic for me it's energetic yeah i need energetic connection before i even entertain in even entertain the thought right yeah and two it's like i think it tells me a lot about the person about yes. how they respond to that yes because if they're immediately like oh she's down for easy sure way, it's like okay clearly you're not yeah fucking listening right <laughs> <laughs> attention i think the i think the most recent guy thought that i was going to be an easy lay he also like look i mean it's kind of in- inevitable if they look up my instagram they find my oh that's right he found you on instagram he found right. he found or your tiktok my personal instagram and then in that is tagged my uh-huh. business uh-huh. instagram so if people look they're gonna know pretty yeah. much immediately what i yeah. talk about that doesn't mean that you're just out there flaying it for people like no right <laughs> whereas now like i mean even now like i don't kiss a guy on the first date every time even guys that I like date, even like the one guy in the beginning that I mentioned that I dated for like three months yeah. earlier this year, we didn't date, we didn't kiss until I think the third date. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt it the first date. I was like, I want to make out with this guy immediately. Yeah. But I was like, nope. Second date, I could tell he wanted to kiss me, but I still was like, nope. I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold off on it. 
Yeah. And just wait. And the third kiss, like third date kiss was perfect. Yeah. Could not have been better. Something when I think about kind of the future, <laughs> when I think about the future yeah, and I think about that person that I have that really great connection with and then we finally do have sex, waiting to me sounds so sexy. It's so sexy. And like the buildup yes. happens and then like maybe they've been like, like, oh my God, she's like not, but I really want to have sex with her, but I know like we should yeah. just like keep going. And then when it happens, they're like, really? Are you, are you ready? Yeah. And that yeah. moment seems so sexy to it's me. It's so sexy. It's kind of like when you haven't seen someone for a while and like you get to miss them. Yeah. And then when you see them, it's like, oh, it's such a delicious feeling. Yeah. Versus seeing someone every single day in the beginning. It's like, right. it's just different. It's just a different experience. But I love that like yearning, almost like tease kind of thing. Like I live for that. Yeah. I love it because then it makes that connection that much sexier yeah. and that much deeper. Yeah. Whether or not we have sex or we don't or we kiss or whatever, I still want to know whether or not we are like emotionally there. Yeah. If we're like intellectually having a good conversation, if you're like... You know what I mean? Like, I need you to also entice me yes. mentally, too. Yes. So whether or not we kiss on the first date or not, like, I'm still going to be curious about that. So I'm happy to make you wait, make myself wait yeah. as many dates as possible until I entertain anything intimate. Yeah. Because I'm trying to get to know you more to see if you are the person or yeah. not. It's like uh, when Anthony was on this podcast <laughs> and he was talking about how him and his one of his girlfriend, one of his many girlfriends. <laughs> Anthony, you've been called out. Anthony, <laughs> one of his many girlfriends, uh, they waited a long time to say, I love you. And okay. it gave it a lot more value. Meaning and value, yeah. Yes, and it yeah. was something that was more powerful because they had waited and let it kind of build yeah. up. Yeah, So. It's like, yeah, I, I can understand that. Yeah. I can totally understand that. What did you think about the Anthony episode? Oh, I loved it you know that though i mean i was i couldn't pause it like anytime i had to pause it i was i like played in the shower i have i have like shower speakers where i play music when i'm in the shower and i played it while i was in the shower because so i was like i don't want to miss a second of this yeah it was great bring him back bring him back bring anthony back god it took him months to get on once we'll do it in like maybe a now year. that he knows that he's popular yeah, I've told him that everybody loved it. See? Everybody thought he had a hot voice. He does have a hot voice. Which is so crazy is to me. <laughs> to you, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, You're really? Like, what? Have you tried the butt plug? <laughs> I haven't yet. Okay. <laughs> we'll end it there. Use discount code. Actually, you should do that. Okay. I'm like a I'm like a bot, like uh, David Dobrik with SeatGeek. I'm like, take it. <laughs> Love Shop has all of your sexy needs down from high-tech sex toys to lingerie to body exploratory devices. <laughs> I am so excited to be partnering with Love Shop. If you'd like to get 15% off of any of your sex toys or sexual devices, use code The Elevated Empath for 15% off your order. The Elevated Empath for 15% off your order. Now back to the episode. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, it offends me when people buy sex toys and they don't use my discount code. 
That is very offensive, especially when you're like, here is 15% off. Why and also, are you choosing to spend yeah, 15% <laughs> more? Anyways, and then we were talking about a uh, boyfriend dick. <laughs> not too big, not too small, ah, just right. Mm-hmm. Barely pushes you outside of your comfort zone. Mm. So my friend says this to her boyfriend and he got offended. Why? And then I think like a lot of guys get offended. Why? They're like, I'm not big enough. You're <laughs> like, like, I didn't say no. that. Do you want to hurt me? Right. No. Don't hurt me. They don't get it. Don't get- and then I used to tell my ex-boyfriend that his dick was perfect. I just used to say, it's perfect. That's all, that's all I said. Such a sweet compliment. That's all I said. Such a sweet compliment. <laughs> they love it too they really love it they love it me. i love saying like you have a beautiful dick it's easy beautiful dick oh i say oh i oh, remember yeah. stupid <laughs> stupid when the great dick is attached to an idiot i would be like you have a really suckable dick <laughs> and he'd be like thanks like okay thanks he didn't know what to say. I don't mean, I don't blame him. I think I'd be speechless too. Yeah. I mean, I always, I always compliment them. And it's, see, it's sweet of you. I think. I mean, I love it when they compliment my, you know. Of course. It's, it's, I'm like, really? Thank you. Thank you. Guy recently told me that I had great boobs and I was like, mine? Mine? I was like, I always thought they were so ordinary. He's like, no, I, they're amazing. I was like. They are pretty great, huh? These knockers. These little Yeah, babes. whenever they compliment mine, I'm like, I'm oh, like, yeah, these, these guys here? big old bitties. <laughs> 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 yeah, when Anthony complimented my yeah. my skills. oral skills uh-huh. and my uh, vagina, yeah. I was like, Anthony. So kind. <laughs> Honestly, it's so nice. Yeah, and publicly, too. See, I like that. Yeah. Good for him. Niaz, thank you so much for coming on again. Anytime. And sharing all these stories. Anytime. Good old Sean. We have so many more stories. We could talk for hours. We'll do a part two. Part two. For sure. Great. Sean, Sean, we wish you the best. Good luck with your life. Sean, good luck out there. Yeah. Thank you all for listening, Elevated Empaths. If you'd like to connect with Niaz, I will have all of her links below. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at The Elevated Empath. Don't forget to share this podcast with your favorite empath. Subscribe and follow. And I hope you feel so elevated and I'll see you next time.